0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of HP Critical a Podcast, where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I am Jarrell, and I am joined by Kelly. Hi, everybody. Gabe. Hello. And Brandon. What's up? Uh, so there has been a ton to talk about this week. I was gonna ask like what y'all are playing, but first. I would like to say happy Saint Patrick's Day to everybody out there because it is happy St.
1: Patrick's
0: St. Day St. Woo! Green. Um, green. Let's go. And, and happy uh Women's History Month because I don't remember if I said it last podcast, but it is March, so it's definitely Women's History Month. So um happy Women's History Month to everybody out there. Happy Saint Patrick's Day to everybody out there. Um is there anything else happening? Uh
2: of major notes, I don't know. We gotta savings time happened recently so there's that spring is about to begin like a few days like literally like what's today thursday three days from now it's gonna be spring so that's cool okay that's all i got for you that's all i got for you that is done. no no, that's great
0: (laughs) that's great i literally forgot that spring is coming so that's great um last week there was something that i think we forgot to or we ran out of time to mention um and i was trying to think about whether i could bring it back up today but i completely forgot what it was um but new week new conversation and this week i can tell you guys that Elden ring was the best sell Elden ring was the best selling game of february and it had the second best launch month sales of any game in the past 12 months in the u.s coming in second only to call of duty vanguard wow did i talk about that already
3: no i i said that that. was was reported like two days ago
0: okay i i okay Okay, good, that's good, new good. AF. Um, so, I know Gabe and I played uh, Elden Ring. Kelly, Brandon, have either of you played? Do you have any interest in playing?
2: As of the right now, I do not.
1: No. I I'm
2: so, uh, shocked. so 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 Souls games are interesting for me because I have a great deal of respect for them, and I love watching like YouTubers or streamers play them. But I have no interest in doing so myself. I have, watched, uh, I have watched, I'd say a fair amount of Elden Ring content since it came out. It's fun to watch, but I'm like, ah, I'm good. I have, I have, I have other games to play at the moment. But yeah, that is, that is I.
0: Honestly, I bought it, I played it, it was a lot of fun. I don't like Souls games. Kelly, I think you should give it a try. I feel like you would like it if you didn't get frustrated.
1: Uh, The problem is you you would
0: probably get frustrated. (laughs) Have
1: you met me? I'm gonna get frustrated.
0: I feel like you would really enjoy it if you didn't get frustrated, but I feel like you would also get frustrated. I had the best experience because I was stuck on a boss, and I asked for help, and Gabe came and helped me because he's a wonderful person, and we beat the boss and it was wonderful. I don't remember what boss it was. Was it It
3: Margaret? Yeah, it was Margaret, which is the first major boss you you fight.
0: Yeah, so I kept dying, and I was like, this is dumb. Like, I, I, I can't do this. And so I asked for help, and Gabe uh, and Job came and helped me, and they kicked ass, and it was fucking awesome, although de- Gabe did die
3: in that battle. But- Hold on, before- Before we go to me dying, I will He's say, like- I went in there, and I gave that guy two massive blood losses, you which did. takes his, his health down considerably. I died- with honor, and also I died. Did- with- I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if you saw how I died, but I died with a little bullshit way. Like, I had rolled and I still got hit by the attack. <laughs> but
0: that I was like, to me too, so I, I yeah. understand. I was like, yeah,
3: let me, he's going to get the win. As long as he's going to get the win, I'm okay. I,
0: I did get the win. I did get the win. It was really epic. It was a great fight, uh, and it's really why people like Soulsborne games. Like, when I played that with them, I was like, okay, well, this is why people love this. This shit is great. It's really fun. Um, I was in an area that I was way too underleveled for. And I decided to go over there, and I was like, Oh, Gabe, come help me, because you're so strong! And uh, there is a there's a lovely little recorded video that I have to put on the HP Critical, uh Twitter stream of Gabe, literally. <laughs> his character just runs in and fucking gets one shot and dies, and it's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm gonna post it so you guys can see it. Um, it is literally my defining moment because Gabe always makes fun of me for how he kicks my ass in Smash. And now I have this recording of him being an idiot. Like he just runs straight forward to the boss is, like, oh, and like just gets like murdered. And I'm just gonna Jenkins game. moment, but it really was you don't a Jenkins moment. <laughs> yeah, I don't and win. I- I was literally standing there like, what do I do? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. Because then of course the boss comes and kills me, because I'm like level 14 or some shit, like I'm super low level, and Gabe fucking ran in and fucking died, so then comes after me and it kills me, and I was like, what an asshole. So then I was like, let's try it one more time. That turned into trying like three or four times. And he
3: just kept dying. I kept getting one shotted. I don't know what was going <laughs> on. Like I was like, you know what? I guess maybe I'm too low level for this area too. It but
0: really great, but also really really funny. Um, uh, but speaking of um, mm. and I feel like this conversation comes up a lot with uh when we talk about games and difficulty levels. Square Enix put out a post um on the on their website, and I'll read you guys a portion of it. Okay. It says, quote, you can reduce the level of difficulty by interacting with cubes in the environment and on the level select screen, and don't be afraid to do so. While it can be fun to get good, and the game definitely rewards that, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins is intended as an action RPG for all players, so experience it however you want. Um, that was a quote from the Square Enix website on Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins because we always have this conversation about games and accessibility, and uh, especially when it comes to Soulsborne's games, like how how they work out. Um do you guys have any of you tried the first of all, have any of you tried the Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origins um <laughs> demo? No,
2: I I played the original demo when that came out for about maybe 40 minutes. And it wasn't for a lack of interest. It's just like when it came out, I was like so busy with like a thousand things. So that's all I could really devote to it. And I haven't done any of the other demos, but I like what I played. It's not something I'll probably get launch day, but it's something I do want to get in the future. It's fun. It's challenging, but not too challenging.
0: That game is so bad that it's great. It is literally so bad that it's wonderful.
2: I'm, enjoy- it's I'm enjoying... I'm
0: enjoying the- so fun. It is, yes.
2: I'm enjoying just seeing clips of, like, dialogue from the different... It My makes fa- no sense. <laughs> My favorite one because- is, like, Jack cussing out the licked when it appears
0: before him. Have you guys seen that clip? I have not seen that one. But it's- I did play the latest demo. Okay. It's literally... And- <laughs> it's literally-
2: <laughs> no, it's literally like a clip of, um... Uh, the lick doing like a big uh, monologue is like, You, sh-, I, this is not verbatim. I don't remember the exact quote, but basically the lick is like, You shall fall before me, for I am. But then Jack interrupts and says, I don't give a fuck who you are. It's like about to like deck him. <laughs> He's
0: just like, Interrupts. And so that's, that's the great part of this game. That's why I say it's so bad. It's good. The writing is horrible, but it really just, <laughs> it re- it's really, really bad. But it really just leans into how horrible it is so that it's actually really funny. The problem is, really important moments are also really funny. And I don't think I'm going to be (laughs) laughing at like serious Final Fantasy story moments. And I'm like, this shit is dumb as fuck. I don't know. I don't know.
2: The more I see, the more I feel like it might even be intentional. Like in the beginning, I was like, ooh, Mm
0: -mm. ooh. Mm -mm. I would have agreed with you, but having played it, 100% not intentional. Okay. Okay. I don't think they leaned into it that much like some of it was not on purpose like one of the funniest things and I saw this on Twitter and I thought it was not real I was like this ain't real like there's no way this is in the actual game but Jack and the other two guys there's three three main characters um they literally walk up to him like out of nowhere like mid like he's just standing there two random like one black dude and one white dude just walk up to him and they're just like hey I've got a crystal you got a crystal we're friends now, and they fist bump, and that's it. Like, that's it. And I was like, what? Like, y'all don't know his name? You know, like, you didn't introduce yourselves? This is random as fuck. And then right after that, it just transitions to six months later. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. I saw, I saw I the first part of that
2: cussing. I didn't see the six months later. That's hilarious. That's awesome. And they're,
0: like, on a boat, and he's cut, and he's, like, one of the guys is like, clean your cut off. And he's like, I can use my spit. And then he does. And I was like, what is? In this game right now, like I have no idea what's going on. And then it lets me fight stuff, and then it's great. And I'm like, okay, fine. I just go fight more shit. Like, I'm just this is wonderful. But everything re- in between re- is just really fucking weird.
2: Real quick, uh, guess uh, my my uh, my friend Rob is on chat. He's just been responding to our talk about Stranger Paradise, uh, saying things like he's playing it right now. He got the digital deluxe and been playing since day one. He uh, um, he says, and I agree with this. Jack is the epitome of a person who skips all the cutscenes.
0: He really is. Yeah. He really is. Like he don't. He never knows what the fuck is going on. He literally is just like, all right, shut up, punch. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't let,
2: Like I said, he didn't even let okay. like finish finish his monologue. He just went and decked him. And he's talking
0: about that crystal's cutscene you were just talking about. Saying it's the first cutscene. It is literally the first one in the game. Like you, oh, you man. like see the princess Sarah and like you talk to her, and then like right after that, it's one of the first cutscenes in the game. And I was like, what? It's been, like, five minutes. Like, you literally play for five minutes, and that's it. But I will say, it is the fastest I've ever gotten party members in a Final Fantasy game. Like, <laughs> literally straight up five minutes in, they were just like, all right, let's go. I think at 15,
2: uh, 15 is the only they might be quicker.
0: Ah, true, because they're already with you. Yeah. Um, so I was going to talk a, a little bit about, you know, the ability to change difficulty in video games mid-game. Um, mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Being able to change difficulty mid-game. Oh, mid-game. Right. I mean... Yeah, go, uh, go ahead, specifically Gabe. for specifically for action RPGs, because I know you can do it for things like tactical RPGs, like, sure. uh, 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 what's that last triangle strategy, which I think is yeah. a great idea, because if you get stuck on a tactical game, you can't really get good your way out of it. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, physically. Um, but yeah, specifically for like action RPGs, how do you feel about the ability to change the difficulty mid game?
2: It's not something that a lot of action RPGs do, if I'm being honest. like I know the Kingdom Hearts series, once you choose that difficulty, you can't change that shit. Like You're stuck in that with that with whichever you chose. Um, it is kind of cool to see um, more games being able to do it because I, I, don't, I just don't think it's as easy to do in action RPGs if I'm being real. Um, and I think with Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, I think it's important that it has the ability to change difficulty or rather have the multiple difficulty settings because... Um, you know, ostens- ostensibly, this is, like, similar to, like, it's, it's it wears its influence of Souls games on its sleeve in terms of how you move and how you fight the enemies, right? But there's a lot of Final Fantasy fans that aren't used to that kind of gameplay. I think with Dark Souls, it was okay because, you know, this is a new game. It's meant from the get-go to be this really difficult game that you just have to kind of like, learn and whatnot. With the Final Fantasy Origins, people, you know, a long time Final Fantasy fan that may have been playing like the turn-based or the more action RPG ones in recent years may go to a game like this and be like, oh, this is too hard, I just want to experience the story and, you know, the options there for them if they really want to do that. Or they could try in a hard mode of first off, it may not be. It may not be good enough to do it, or they. It's just like too hard for them to be like. Ah, I'm just gonna lower this. I. I, I don't want. I want to finish this game. It's, it's so, do you much.
0: feel like games should, in general, have those options in game? Sure. I think the. I
2: think most games should should have that option because someone will just realize maybe they just. Uh, they didn't know what they're getting themselves into, and they just want to make it a little bit easier for them, so they can actually see the credits. And it's. I think that's a better alternative to you know. Stop, being, stop playing this game altogether that you may have, may have spent sixty or seventy bucks on. That's just my thinking on it.
0: And Kelly, what about you? Because I know that you started Final Fantasy Seven Remake on like casual story mode, like right? Super I, simple. Oh,
1: <laughs> I pretty much always do, to be honest. If there's no easy mode, is the only reason I don't play in easy mode. Um, I think that some things I probably have played on normal, and then if I get like frustrated, I'll just put on easy. And I think that's. That's kind of fun, because maybe halfway through the story, you realize, like, I don't want to keep doing, like, mundane, it's like, melee combat or something, and you want to change it up. Um, or sometimes maybe it's too easy, and you want to change it to make it harder. Um, yeah, I, I like having the option to change mid-game, because just when I start the game, I might be in a different headspace than when I'm, like, halfway oh through
0: Oh my it. god, Yes. I, you know, I'll say really quickly mm-hmm. that I believe that game should have this specifically for Yakuza Like a Dragon. I don't think any of you guys have actually played mm. that game. okay? But for 90% of that game, you are on level with like everything. It's not hard. It's turn-based. Like you can fight everything. Uh, about the last like 10% of the game that I'm in like right now... Everybody's, like, level 30, 35, 40. You're on par. Not even 40, like, between 30 and 35. There is a boss, and anyone who has played Yakuza knows exactly what I'm talking about. There is a boss that's, like, level 55. Out of nowhere. Like, you're at level 35. The character, the bosses that you fight right before this boss, level 35. The next guy, 50. The guy after him, mind you, this one boss fight is actually two level 50 dudes. And it's the stupidest most ridiculous spike in difficulty I've ever played in any video game ever. And when I started that game, I was totally in the headspace of, Oh, this game is fucking awesome. I'm enjoying it. It's great. I started that like a year ago, maybe like a year and a half ago. Now every time I turn it on I'm like oh my god I have to grind another 20 levels because this is a stupid ass difficulty spike for absolutely no reason. And I guess for fans of the game it'll be cool because those characters are characters that were in the previous games that you have to fight as a boss now. Mm -hmm. I have never played any other, other games so I don't give a shit. What I am upset about is that I have to spend, like, every time I turn on my Xbox, I'm like, oh my god, I gotta spend another, like, 15-20 minutes just grinding to get to a level to be on par with the boss, not even above the boss, and then to try to to grind to be above the boss to just do one boss fight that has literally stopped the entire story for me? That shit is trash. I wish they had the ability to change the difficulty because I would drop that shit and fight like the boss like I'm normally supposed to I have never had any issues in this game when it comes to boss fights. I've beat them all um either on the first try or the second try. I've never had any issues. And then this stupid ass difficulty spike has really stopped me from finishing this game. And it's really annoying because I don't have time. Like if I have to if I have to decide what I'm going to play today and I think I really want to finish Yakuza, but I'm going to have to spend 30 minutes just grinding versus I can go catch some Pokémon and like finish Pokémon now. I'm going Come on, like, why would I waste my time grinding in this game just so I can finish? And that's one of the reasons I haven't finished it. Anyway, that's all I have to say about it. Gabe, did you want to talk about this before I move on?
3: Uh, not really, except to retort back to Square Enix, because they obviously targeted the Dark Souls games. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is there is a way to change the difficulty in it, and it's called summoning. I mean, you like, literally... Uh. And, and, like, to put it in perspective, summoning an NPC... That's like putting the, mo- the the game on normal, and then yeah, but summon. you can't summon any time. Actually, yes, it's the summon pools. If you re-correct, not care- correctly. Sorry, if you read carefully, the summon pools—they're just—they're the more populated areas for summoning. But if you do that thing, the the coal of the finger thing, mm-hmm. and anywhere throughout the map, you can actually find summon signs randomly scattered across. So it's just the summon pool is is used though. Because a lot of times in the old Souls games, like, you you wouldn't know when to summon because you we know when you're going to fight the boss. But the summon pool is so you can use that and it's easier to find someone else to summon. But that's not the not... only place you can summon.
0: I thought, I'm sorry, we were talking about two different things. I thought you were talking about the, you know, the little summons that you can do, like the NPC summons. That can oh, yeah, the NPC ones. Yeah, those, yes. those are not
3: all over the map.
0: Yeah. That's what I thought you were talking about, and those, like, those are, those are literally, you can't do that whenever you want. No, However, NPC sure, you can areas. summon whenever you want, but that doesn't mean anyone is going to be in that area to help you.
3: I mean, you're not wrong, but the chances of someone being there are higher than the chances of someone not being there.
0: That is a fucking lie. <laughs> no one was anywhere near that boss that I was trying to fight that day that you kept
3: dying. I mean, did you have the password in already, though?
0: No, I took it off. I literally took the password off to try. Uh And I was like, anybody here? Because nobody else wanted to fight that shit either. And I was like, okay, well, if no one's fighting it. All right, so former Nintendo of America president and COO Reggie Fils-Aimé has questioned the current definition of Facebook's metaverse vision, saying that Facebook itself is not an innovative company. Uh, that's from IGN. dot com. Uh, we all know and love wonderful uh, Reggie. Any thoughts on his yeah. comments about the Facebook Metaverse and how he's not is that wrong? That's what not I was gonna say. say. He ain't he wrong.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, no, he's-,
0: <laughs> he's pretty really wrong. They,
1: just-
3: <laughs> they-, they they just took what MySpace had, made it their own, with some little tweaks, and then, yeah. I mean, they they really haven't made anything new. Even this Metaverse thing isn't new. It's I'm pretty sure one of their interns or something saw on Twitter one day, like, "Oh, wow, an online universe—that'd be cool." Let me go tell Zuckerberg. So,
2: yeah, they play Persona. I mean, obviously, it, obviously, it didn't happen like... like
3: that, but yeah, it's, 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 he's not wrong. Mm. Yeah. Um. So
0: there was a there was a there was a there was a topic that we were gonna talk about on a previous podcast um, involving the metaverse because there was a woman who said that she was. Um, gang raped in the metaverse and um yeah it was really bad and uh we didn't talk about it so we're not going to talk about it now because it it happened weeks ago uh and and she said it was because there weren't precautions put in place um to ensure that things like that don't happen going into the metaverse um and you know based on that story alone reggie is right Mm -hmm. uh and i was going to talk to you guys about um what you thought about the story and how how you feel based on what it said um and how she experienced this because obviously it is uh the metaverse is you know not real it is a a place where you have like your avatars and your whatever Mm -hmm. anyway i'm moving on (laughs) uh because i don't (laughs) want i don't want to get into that anymore so there's an elden ring hacker that says it's necessary for him to ruin other people's games um a cheating elden ring player is getting innocent players banned instead although he says he wants from software to stop him <laughs> and so i don't know if you guys have seen the, what the is this comic this. book villain nonsense He's, I... he goes around he goes into other people's games and um he fires off like a never-ending unnatural looking blast of fire at unexpected players um and then It modifies the source code to place illegal items in the player's inventories, resulting in them being soft-banned while uh, while he gets away scot-free. And this is from uh, Metro, written by Michael Beckwith. Um, And it says, quote, soft-banning doesn't prevent you from playing the game anymore, but it does mean you can only play with other soft-banned players. In practice, it's meant to punish cheaters, but Reynolds has effectively invalidated it. He's rather infamous within the From Software community and was guilty of pulling the exact same stunt in previous games like Dark Souls 3 and Dark Souls Remastered. There's even a 2016 Reddit thread detailing what to do if he invades your game. Although he clearly finds his actions amusing, judging by the laugh in the video and ridiculous music, he believes what he's doing is for the greater good, as it's exposing the faults in From Software and Bandai Namco's anti cheating system. I'm a necessary evil, he told Kotaku. You might be asking if getting caught is part of the plan, and yes, it is. If I pull it off with the game, if I pull it off, will the game die? I don't think so. But maybe Bandai Namco will fix it.
2: Oh, man. End quote. This, 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 this vigilante, this Robin Hood, this, this, <laughs> this is
0: hilarious. So I want to know what you guys think about this. I'm going to go first and say this is stupid. If there's an issue in the game with its source code that allows you to do this, instead of being an asshole and getting other people banned, just write to the fucking developers and say or re- make a make a fucking report, make an in-game report saying this is what happened when I did this, this should be fixed by the next patch. Why can't you just do that? Why do you need to get other people banned and think it's funny and laugh about it and post it on YouTube? You're just an asshole.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The ends justify the means though. What he's no, doing don't. is for the. No, what he's don't. doing is they for the greater good. Know. I'm kidding. <laughs> but that's the I'm, I'm being. They I'm being, I'm, being, I'm being facetious. This guy's a know. complete asshole. He's just like. <laughs> I just. I love. <laughs> this is literally like what you see in like a TV show, or just like or a TV show or a movie. Like this is literally villain motivations. Where just. <laughs> I need it's to so be stopped. Crazy. It's for the. It, I'm the villain that you must stop. Ah. Uh. But. Oh, it's got. I don't
3: even. People's, like, people's like need to ruin things for other people to try to yeah, prove a point. It makes exactly. zero sense to me. Like, it's a video game. Even if they don't fix it, one, you're one of the few people that know it, and then two, yeah, like nothing bad's gonna come out of it. Oh, there's a messed up source code. Whoop de woo dude! Like the world's not gonna end because it's not fixed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> These are the <laughs> people that need to go outside and touch some grass.
2: My friend, my friend, uh, my, yeah. my friend Rob commented, "Robin Hood Men in Tice. <laughs> That's a good movie, by the way. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Have never seen it? It's, 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 you it's saying, good. Buddy?
1: No, I was gonna say like the guy should get a life.
0: Like literally, why do you gotta ruin my experience? This is like my first. Fr- you know how many people are playing a from software title like this for the first time, a lot, and possibly yeah. really enjoying themselves, only to get rated and then banned, and have no idea why the fuck it happened. Like, how is that? You're just ruining other people's experiences. And speaking of ruin other, ruining other people's experiences... Uh, Twitch is taking legal action to Segway. combat recent anti-LGBTQ plus hate raids, huh? I know, I was just whispering, segue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the raids come from a far-right streaming platform. This is from enemy.com by Will Nelson. Twitch has denounced recent hate raids that took place on the platform and said it has taken legal action in response. The official Twitch support Twitter account issued a statement on the anti-LGBTQ hate raids last week calling out the bad actors that had been coordinating off-site to target people. Hate has no place on Twitch and we've identified and suspended the Twitch accounts of the individuals participating. Twitch's legal team is also involved with the streaming platform saying it has taken legal action against those who have harassed our community in the past and continues to take these activities seriously. A uh, hate rate is when users and Uh, bots flood a streamer's Twitch chat and spam hateful and offensive language during their streams. As reported by .esports, multiple Twitch creators took to the Twitter to, uh, to post about the hate raids, with Earth Tabree mentioning that a creator was targeted by a platform called Cozy.TV. Uh, they spammed hateful homophobic messages, tried to spam in the Discord, and streamed Ryan's stream to his viewers while making fun of him um cozy.tv is a conservative streaming website co-founded by far white far right white nationalist (laughs) nick fuentes who encouraged and took credit for the lgbtq plus hate raids in a clip from one of his recent streams on cozy.tv platform fuentes has previously been banned from twitch reddit twitter youtube and services like paypal venmo and patreon during the clip fuentes openly mocked Twitter users who contacted the Cozy Moderator Twitter account reporting the hate rates, claiming it's not even a real account. Um, as of the publication, the Cozy Moderator account appears to have been banned or deleted from Twitter. Um, that is, there's more there, just talking about, you know, the legal action that they plan on taking from NME.com, But I'm going to stop there. Um, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is one of the first times that we've seen Twitch, one of the first times, not the first time, but one of the first times we've seen Twitch attempting to take legal action against someone for something like this right am i wrong
1: i think so and what's funny is that they would only do it when it's not on their platform like you're making money to some other way oh you're fucking sued right now like seriously i feel like it's so funny that they'll go after another platform which i mean they should i think but Mm. like they'll go after another platform but, well, like, they have their own creators on Twitch
0: doing, doing
1: hate raids. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, we'll ban them, but no legal action will be taken. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's because, guess what? Twitch owns the right to your content on Twitch as you're streaming it. If somebody else is streaming that, no matter what they're doing with the content, if they're streaming it live, they are stealing Twitch's content, and they will sue your ass. So, good luck with that.
0: I mean... There you go. I have nothing else to say. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything to say about that?
2: That pretty much sums it up for me too.
1: But honestly, so. mm-hmm. sorry. No, we just got into like this weird thing where like people have nothing better to do. to make to make content about than making fun of other people. But there is a certain subset of society that is into it and wants this, and I think that that's pretty like disgusting and dangerous. Like mm-hmm. clearly, there are some people that are enjoying this. A little like too much and they're just like i don't know this is like what they're doing with their time it's really Mm -hmm. just like i don't know like there's video games to play there's There's a lot of video games to play there's books to read there is literally all kinds of other shit to be doing there's alcohol to drink seriously Hello? Yeah,
0: I don't think that they need to be drinking alcohol.
3: No, yeah, those are those <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, are yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not, maybe
2: not that, maybe not that. They can, they can give their extra alcohol to us. We'll, we'll drink
0: it. You no, know, I mean, you brought up an, a, a great point that I hadn't even thought about, which is exactly what you said. You know, that they're stealing Twitch's content, and of course, this is the first time because it's exactly what you said. Um, it, you know, how many things can you get banned from? <laughs> like shit, until you just. <laughs> I guess just keep getting banned and keep getting sued and think everything's funny I guess I don't fucking know just don't come here <clears throat> Okay so uh, yeah. there are evolving definitions of addiction and gaming disorder and its treatment implications this is from Very Well Mind um, they, Here are some key takeaways essentially uh, the uh, well let me read this first so, The field of addictions research continues to evolve According to the World Health Organization, gaming disorder has been recognized in the eleventh revision of the International Classification of Diseases. In the ICD, gaming disorder is defined as impaired control over gaming with adverse effects on daily functioning, as evident for at least twelve months. Mm-hmm. According to the latest edition of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, which is in the US, which is used in the US, Internet gaming addiction would be the closest equivalent uh, to the ICD-11's conditions. Um, and then this article goes on to talk about the costs and benefits of addictions, um, and time accountability and how it can be helpful when it comes to addictions, especially for um, gaming. Uh, it also goes on to speak on gaming, gaining some distance from gaming as a part of how to cope with it. And uh, it ends with talking about how technology comes at a cost and deconstructing the, deconstructing the purpose gaming serves. So, now that this is an official disorder according to Who, how do you guys feel about gaming as a disorder? Um, And if you do feel like it is valid as a disorder, how do you think that someone should handle it?
1: I, I think that it is valid as a disorder. And I feel like as a gamer, I hate to say that, but like whenever you're putting off your real life to do something, that is a problem. Like it's an addiction. And when you're not doing the things that you need to be doing in your life, like going to work or, you know, paying your bills or whatever, like it kind of is a problem, just the same as any other addiction would be a problem. Mm -hmm. If you can't function in society because of something, I mean, well, actually it could even be in your personal life. It doesn't have to be, well, I guess we're all part of society, whatever. It doesn't, I I got off society. (laughs) Yeah, we live in a society. Uh, You're going to have to be part of it. At some point, in some capacity, it's just, I I do kind of feel like it's a disorder. I don't know what kind of criteria you have to, like, meet for that, but I don't know. I don't think that's crazy, but at the same time, it sounds silly. But games are part of our life now. We can't just, like, ignore it and act like, oh, yeah, you just sit in your room all day and do nothing but play video games. That's totally normal and fine.
0: Mm-hmm. I think uh, the most interesting part for me is seeing how, now that it is officially a disorder, how it's going to be treated going forward. Um, Just specifically in the vein of like, let's say, you know, I have a gaming disorder and I need to talk to someone about it. Are they going to take me seriously, you know? Are they going to handle my case seriously based on, you know, what I say? And of course, according to this, Definition: It is uh, uh, it, it, as I mentioned, refers to reduced control over gaming, which negatively impacts one life, one's life, and is evident for at least a year. So that will have been a year of me being unable to control my uh, ability to stop gaming and uh, it affecting my life negatively, like. I just wonder how serious, I I believe that it is a serious disorder, but I wonder how serious it's going to be taken within society when I, you know, try to talk to someone about it. You know, it's like, okay, just turn it off, right? Like, just stop playing, turn it off, do this, do that. And it can easily be, you know, thrown out uh, as as a non-issue.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think Um, it's hard because, like, because games sometimes are better than real life. Like, I don't (laughs) want i don't want to stop in my life i'm a loser i gotta go to work every day but in games like i just get to like pet kitties and play mini games for gold like it's it's so much better than real life like i don't want to seek help guys like it doesn't seem like it's helping me obviously you have to realize that you're not you know doing well if you're not getting your shit done but like that's why people get addicted to it, because it's better than real life, which is why people get addicted to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know how many... <laughs> oh. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say drugs. I mean, I know that okay, you were saying Okay,
0: that's where I was going. But let's not like, talk about personal experiences That here.
1: little bit of serotonin that you just get, you know? When your
0: life is bad, <sighs> and drugs or games make it better, it's very understandable to not want to go back to feeling bad.
1: But I wonder if there will be, like, rehab for gaming. What do like, you do? What are, what are you in for?
0: <laughs> like, I will literally just play mobile games the whole time while I'm there.
3: And then are we gonna, like, like, <laughs>
1: are we gonna, like <laughs> criminalize it now? Like, oh, you were caught gaming? Oh, no! A, not on a gaming prohibition of 8 the 8 20s!
2: <laughs> the new roaring 20s. <laughs> the old roaring oh. 20s. <laughs>
1: Looks like you missed your login for your work-from-home job by about 10 minutes, sir. We're here to take care. What 10. were you doing? Oh my
0: god, can you imagine, like, like house arrest? But, like, oh. they monitor how much gaming you
1: do. Your so, computer shuts off after, like, a couple hours. Like, We're, yeah.
3: we're laughing about this, but this could it's very not- well lead... No, no, no. It, 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 this could very well lead... Whoa. Just kick the shit out of my table. This could very well lead to... A lot of governments doing what China's government is doing to their yeah, kids. Yeah, I'll say that too. I'll say that too. You make that face, but there a lot of, especially here in the U.S., I've seen a lot of governors, a lot of politicians try and blame everything on gaming. So this, they, this, now that it's officially recognized as disorder, they will weaponize this in politics.
1: They've been <laughs> they trying to draw to. the link. They've been trying to draw links video games to bad or video games to violent crime or whatever forever. They've been trying to draw that link and this will just be one more way to do it.
3: So bro, you know our grandkids or our (laughs) kids' kids or whatever, they they might only get two hours of gameplay on a Saturday evening.
0: The irony of Gabe saying that is he's also the one who always has fucked them kids. So he's actually (laughs)
3: Kids. <laughs> i mean that's not, I mean, mind you that's why i said grandkids them, not kids us. i was uh, able to do it I'll
0: give a i don't damn i see uh so babylon's fault. Really? wait really hold bad. on before, before you move on oh, sorry. yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah no i just want to read some comments around because they're pertinent mm-hmm. to our conversation it's going to be a little out of order because he's put up the comments saying hey what are you in for man i play too much maple story <laughs> <laughs> But but to, but to, but to read the comments that were actually pertinent to what we we're talking like yeah that got me too. It's like
0: so okay, he was saying, like can you yeah. imagine if you're in jail with other gamers and you're like yeah you
1: like, oh, <laughs> oh my god what if they like smuggle you in like a game boy you know it's like <laughs> a game like cell phones too. it'll be a game boy though oh, or like a man. ds oh my yeah god.
2: but the but the conversation that he was uh, um you know in regards to uh, whether it was this or not He put down some of these comments. The first one is, I think it's a valid disorder. Uh, He used to be super addicted to MMOs and would sit around and spend hundreds of hours on a game instead of life stuff. After some motivation from others, he helped ease himself off MMOs and got onto more life things. And was also saying that it's, you know, it's good to know that folks are saying it is valid because it's a true disorder. Like, it's probably as wild as gambling when it comes to some folks, but American society as a whole would not understand
0: yeah, I completely agree that's what I was mentioning. You know, like how hard is it for everyone else who is not a gamer to understand that it's an issue? I mean, obviously people around you who see that you're not doing anything else aside from gaming are going to understand. Right. Um but like, you know, the world at large, like if I go to work, if I call out of work and I'm like, "Oh, I was playing a game and it just happens for a week," like how many of them are going to be like, Yo, is something wrong with that guy?
3: I mean, that's your fault, then for saying you called out to play games.
0: Oh, I will tell them, because I don't give a shit. Like, what are you doing, Drell? Well, Final Fantasy, uh, Ed Walker is releasing, so I need the week off. And they didn't give it to me. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Babylon's Fall. That shit was trash. I tried it. I didn't it. play it. Oh, you actually played it? Oh my god, it was so bad. The graphics literally look like... I don't know how to describe them, that's how bad they were, um, it was very strange because the black people were like Kelly's color, it was really weird, like it was, it was really weird. (laughs) It was, it was a very weird game, like character creation was just, I wish I took a screenshot and showed you guys just how bad that game looked. I actually didn't play the game because I couldn't get past character creator, that's how bad it was. so I actually don't know how bad the game is, I just know that it's so bad that it's unplayable bad that I couldn't even get to the actual game. Um, mm. It had a horrible launch, did really shitty, horrible numbers, everyone expected it, everyone who previewed the game, our friends who previewed the game, Grayson wrote a, a preview about it, I'm pretty sure I talked about it on the on the podcast, um, and everyone complained about how bad it was. Um, about, uh, Square Enix and uh, uh, Platinum Games have released a survey asking players to let them know what they can do to fix the game. So my questions for you guys are: one, do you remember this ever happening to any other game? And two, do you think it's too late, or is this a goodwill uh, attempt? Oh
2: boy! Uh, before I before I answer that, uh, <laughs> Rob's got some thoughts about Babylon's Fall because he actually bought the game right. himself. He says, I'm so
0: sorry you wasted your money.
2: Oh, like that was his most recent comment. I regret spending 60 on it, but to go into detail what he said, he said, Babylon's Fall, more like Babylon's Fool. Oof. And then saying, watercolor art style doesn't fit, gameplay loop is horrible, multiplayer is forced, and as you said, Jarrell, the character creation is horrible. So yeah, he pretty much agrees all your points while also uh, introducing a few other ones.
0: Um, it literally to- looks so bad. I'm a, I'm a screenshot. No, no, I'm not. I'm not starting that game again, ever. <laughs> <laughs> that, to answer to answer your question,
2: it's weird. Oh god, it's at the tip of my tongue. I feel like there was a game that came out fairly recently that was in a similar boat where it was so bad that they were like, Yo, can you tell us how to fix this game? Like, I just can't remember what it was though. But but Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. now that you've said it it sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But to, but and because I can't remember what game that is, I can't remember if they ever did fix it. What I can say is it seems really difficult to reverse course on this because here's the thing. When Babylon's Fall was very announced for the first time, people were pretty hyped on it. You know, Square Enix I by was. Them. sounds great. I mean, they collaborated on NieR Automata, and that was great. So, you know, but then they then uh, I think it was E3 last year, maybe the year before, but I feel like it was last year, where they announced that it was going to be kind of like a more live service title with multiplayer focus. Now, that turned a lot of people off. I didn't get turned off quite yet. I was like, okay, that's a different direction. Not really my cup of tea, but it could still be good. And then we were getting closer and closer to release, and I was realizing slowly but surely that, oh, boy, this game may not turn out so well. And then it came out, and, or rather, early reviews came out. I was like, oh, no. Uh, uh, we were planning to do, like, a launch stream of Babylon's Fall on, uh, you know, an be critical, and, you know, that didn't happen because, you know earlier views came out. And I think you told us that everything you said, you told us about the game drill. I think you had also mentioned a little beforehand as well, which was one of many reasons why I ultimately decided to uh, not do that. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Like the, I don't think they could change like the identity of the game of it being like a live service title with with multiplayer. I think that's going to be locked in. I don't know what they do to fix this because if Platinum is involved, I can't imagine the gameplay could be that inherently flawed. It may be more of like a thing with like balancing and whatever microtransactions are in there or what kind of live service model is on there. There's things on the micro level that you could certainly fix, but I don't know if the problem is on the macro level. I don't know if it's something that it's a ship that can be salvaged, but I'm talking with the most limited um, knowledge of this game possible because... Unfortunately, little by little, I was just like stop following it as much for all the reasons I
0: said. Do y'all remember when I said that Square Enix was just publishing anything nowadays? I don't give a fuck. Like they have so much money, they're just <laughs> they're just like yeah, sure, you want to play this game? Sure, here's some money. Go go, we'll we'll publish it for you. Just develop us a game. Um, the problem with this game, the reason I don't think it can get fixed, is because um, one, the the. There was no goodwill faith from the company in the beginning. Like, they knew that the game was really bad before launch. They heard how bad it was before launch. They let people pay full price for this game mm-hmm. and then continue to be disappointed by it. And if it were, like, a smaller studio, sure. What can Square Enix and Platinum Games. Like, y'all mm-hmm. can't get away with releasing a game like this. Also, you can't fix it. From what I've played, this game cannot be fixed. You would literally have to overhaul the entire you you would have to start from character creation like you can't I, I don't see this game getting fixed at all
2: yeah that's that's a difficult one if possible at all. Anyone else got thoughts on that
1: uh... I mean not really. Yeah. Uh, I thought Gabe was going to say something. Um,
3: Yeah, I have nothing to say about it. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: I I don't really think that it can be fixed. I mean, we've seen a few bad launches. And, like, if the game's not done, don't launch it. We've seen, like, some games that just kind of never recovered. No Man's Sky being one. I feel like Cyberpunk 2077 really was not well received. And it was just, Mm. like, wasn't unsalvageable. um, But, like, they weren't, like... Asking the fucking fans, like, "Hey, what can we do to make this game playable so you'll keep giving us money?" Because that's just like they a slap knew. in the face. Yeah, I feel they like knew, you
2: fuck no! new. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here, here, here's something interesting because I didn't even think about this. Um, Rob on chat was saying uh, it's, uh, it's unfixable. It needs a re- revamp on the level of FF14. Has there ever been a game that's like? Gone so bad that they needed a full revamp and then come back from it. Other than FF14 itself, because I think that I don't know if any other game has ever done that successfully. Rather, where they just like, whoa, we got we got to get rid of this.
1: The data isn't. I mean, that was like what ten years later or something. So I think we need like a longer timeline to see if any of these games come back in a big way. Because that one like just. I don't know. It was like a ten-year like turnaround on that, so we'll have to see.
2: Uh, he also posited uh, fourteen is the problem. Go ahead. He also said No Man's Sky didn't recover that game as the ultimate story of a turnaround. So that the thing, difference between No Man's Sky is that that game like it didn't get like taken off the market like fourteen did. They just like they were actually. I remember when the game first fourteen not get taken off. Yeah. the Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Eleven well. is still because uh, four. Okay, go ahead. What I was gonna say it was like the original version, like it was like they listed like or rather they stopped making the like they were they re- recalled uh, sorry recall they recalled like certain copies of fourteen and then when Realm Reborn came out they started to reissue it from that version and then whoever had the original got basically upgraded for that. Um, I'm talking about that, that, with that, but with No Man's Sky that game just kind of stayed in market. I remember when it first came out that you know people were complaining about all the issues the game had. It didn't have this. It didn't have that. And they kind of stayed very quiet about it. They really didn't address anything, so it was nothing like Babylon's forward Like, shit, ooh, this is bad. How do we fix this? No Man's Sky is like, they just stayed quiet. Like, we got this, we
3: got this. No Actually, Man's Sky. That's not uh, what happened.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, it's not no at all Ma- what happened.
3: Yeah, no Man's Sky. They acknowledged the game was messed up. They put the price down significantly. It went from fifty nine ninety nine to I think four ninety nine for when a good span happen? of months. Because that was literally they, about two, three months after the game came out. Oh, okay, they refunded two, three months. People.
1: Okay, they gave yeah, they refunded people. They people's money back. They don't do that. Like they don't do that on games. Like you buy okay. a game, that's yours now. They sure refunded Cyberpunk people for No Man's Sky. Yeah, well, Ooh, one second. That one got taken off the market too. That's probably the worst launches yeah. I've ever, I've ever seen. Probably you know what, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah. No Man's Sky. Those are like the yeah. Two no, that Man, like no Man's stand Sky out. to me
3: was like that launch. I was like, oof.
0: Yeah, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Was the first time that a game was taken off of uh, that I can remember was taken off of the PlayStation store, like you couldn't even buy it digitally. That's how bad it was. Um, so yeah, for sure, both of them are really bad. Um, but Final Fantasy 14 is the problem because now it's making so much money the Square is just like publishing everything. Oh, and they don't care yeah. because they keep making money from it. So they're like, it's fine, we can experiment on everything. They just charged me and I haven't even played that fucking game. You see, they're charging college, and not even fucking playing, they're charging me and I haven't played either. Um, but speaking of Final Fantasy 14, um, the south by southwest just happened and it won the gaming award uh excellence and original score it also won an narrative it also won a uh, game of the year at south by southwest so congratulations wow. to final fantasy 14 um bridge of spirits won the indie game of the year uh yes. resident evil village won the gaming award for excellence in audio design uh, ratchet and clank rift apart won um for excellence and technical achievement, um, those are the four that I just technical mentioned.
3: Ratchet so. oh, and Clank, yeah,
0: yes. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Part. No, that game, I didn't that game, it, so. no, that game did do, do some. Te-
2: that game did do some technical wizardry, though, with the PlayStation Five. What though. does that mean? <laughs> what it, What it means is like you can do portals to the entirely different, like open uh, worlds, and shit, it happened yeah. like a second. That oh. that's that's magic. Like even if you're yeah, not into the like, game, that's actually, powerful.
0: You could actually like rift into like another world immediately without loading into like a separate screen or anything. Everything was super seamless. Um, Did anyone watch Arcane, the animated series? I did. not. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Um, (laughs) I was going to talk about it a little bit, but forget it. Um, So let's talk about Reggie real quick again. He left Reggie. GameStop's board um, because he refu- leadership refused to explain how they would turn the company around. <laughs> Former Nintendo America president Reggie Fils-Aimé left GameStop's board of directors after ser- serving barely a year. So yeah. I know that we've talked about GameStop and what their plans were going forward. And I believe that on that podcast, we did say that we had some hope for them because Reggie was on the board of directors. Oh. He said, peace out. He was like... Y'all have no plan, no direction, I don't know what's happening, you don't know what's happening, I'm leaving. Now, (laughs) I think there was also the, um, there was, uh, there was two more companies that I don't remember off the top of my head that, um, also had people join, uh, GameStop, I think one of them was Walmart, um, whatever, the point is what do you do now? Like, like, I know that Brandon has really bad experiences with GameStop. I still shop at GameStop. I still go there. I still have a GameStop credit card. It's literally just because my job is in a mall, which is right next to a GameStop. So for me, it's super convenient to get off of work on a Friday and pick up the latest game and not have any issues with it. But uh, for you guys, how has the GameStop experience been for you? And what do you think? this means going forward for the company, aside from anything bad? Or is it just all bad?
3: I mean, when as I... long as I get my game. Like, this, <laughs> I only go to GameStop to get digital games. I don't go in there to do anything else. To
0: get digital games?
3: I'm sorry. I only go into GameStop to get physical games. <laughs> Why don't do that <laughs> on your house, bro? I only go in there to get physical games. Like, I don't I do not do anything else in GameStop, because to me, there's kind of nothing else to do in GameStop. Like, the only other things I've bought from GameStop are... Um, or action figures, Dragon Ball, like anime action figures, and like... I don't know, it's mailed to me, so like, that doesn't... I've never had a problem with it, like... Well, I ma- they were
0: supposed I- to do that whole, like, revamp of, like, having a scene for gaming in there, where you could oh. hang out with friends and stuff. That's yeah, what where I was, was
3: gonna at? say, That's like, <laughs> they kept talking about that, but I guess they ditched that plan out, but again, like, to me, GameStop is just somewhere you go in to buy a video game, I don't... I don't want to go in there and hang out, like they literally have arcades and 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 um and game uh not gameplays um yeah it's just arcades for that stuff where you go in and they have like a shit ton of pc set up they have monitors uh set up where you can connect your ps5 or your your switch and go in and play like they already have that gamestop just needs to keep selling games like i don't know at, at, th- at this point because again like you have all these other stores that sell games obviously but to me i I just i to me GameStop's the quickest because i go in i know what section i'm going for like i don't know when i go into a best buy or into a, a walmart or something like i go in either one they have such low stock that i don't find the game or two like the way they have their game aisles organized is so shitty like everything blends in
0: oh my god especially walmart yeah like i'll find
3: an xbox oh, I don't game go to anymore station either. five yeah so but like to me it's like GameStop. i walk in i know what game i'm in for because obviously i'm in there with a plan i just mm-hmm. if i can't find like i'll give myself five minutes to search on the shelf if it's not there i'll ask the god hey you know is this game in they say no i'm like okay i just walk away like i don't know it's a simple yeah. store for simple means
1: worked in the mall. I used to spend like all my money at GameStop. But <laughs> now that I don't now that I work from home, I buy everything online. I think that's why the uh hangout at GameStop kind of fell through because who's doing shit in person? I mean, I, I don't know are people doing shit in person? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not leaving my fucking house. So I don't think that there's like a market for people doing shit in person We're anymore. They, I'll it, it sure. would have been, it would have been a good idea five years ago. Sure, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, it's kind of over now. People are still like, not. I mean, it's after COVID. It's still not right. Nothing's right yet. But, um, yeah. Whenever I used to go, I used to trade in stuff. So I'd trade in old game systems and everything, and stuff like that at GameStop. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think I've bought a game from them in ages. Not since. My points expired, and I was really pissed. And I was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I ain't going to. Uh,
0: you know, I personally, I do still go, but it's because I am I'm subscribed to their yearly thing for like $15 a year. Um, they're, uh, yeah, the power of rewards. I have it too, yeah. but
1: I, I don't. And so
0: I get $5 a month off of something, which is great. Plus, every time that I, yeah, so now you get a, a free $5 a month. Um, and then you, I, I add that on top of the points that I get, you know, once you get 1,500 points, it's $15 off of a game. I just got a game for like 20 bucks off. Um... And then on top of that, I'm subscribed to Game Informer. I prefer my magazines to be physical, um, so I'm getting my physical Game Informer magazines. The best part is that, you know, Wesley, our wonderful friend of the show, he writes at Game Informer so now I get to see his work in print and I have it like on my shelf there so that's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, I I just get discounts, it's super quick. I walk in, walk out, sometimes I meet people, sometimes I avoid people. but th- what GameStop really had was the ability to trade in, you know, games and consoles and stuff like that. And they still have that. Um, th- the thing is, you know, a lot of people are like, GameStop sucks. I never want to shop there. This should shut down. There's no other place that you can walk into a mall and physically trade in old, old um, video game. Well, I'm sure there are like smaller places, but it's going to be really hard to be able to trade in um, electronic video gaming content for other electronic video gaming content, in a way that GameStop offers it. And people still do it. I was literally in there picking up uh, uh, Triangle Strategy, and this guy brought his whole Xbox Series S, and he was trading it in. And I was like, what are you gonna get? And um, I don't remember what the fuck he said, because this was weeks ago, but he literally like pulled it out of his book bag, he had like a bunch of games that were old. I know he was getting Pokemon cards, and I was like, "Bruh." Xbox for Pokemon cards, but whatever, not my money. Um, but the fact he is, he's rich. <laughs> what? The point is, there's no other place that you can really go and do that. I used to be a part of a community online, and um, we would trade games to one another. Um, and all you had to do was pay for like shipping and postage, and it was better than GameStop at the time because, like, I would go online and be like, "Hey, I have this pristine copy of." Of uh, Tomb Raider ready to go for about five bucks. Um, Either that person pays me five bucks for it, or I trade them for Sonic Heroes on GameCube. And so we did it ourselves without having to go through the middleman, in which case, eventually, essentially, you would get the right amount of money for the product that you have um, because you could barter for yourself. Um, but if GameStop were to go away, you know, I've trade I traded in my OG switch at GameStop and got the this this lovely Animal Crossing switch um from GameStop that I traded in. It's backwards because I don't use it no more. But that's not the point. Uh I traded in my old Switch and got a new a brand new one for I think I paid like less than fifty bucks. Where else can I do that? I can't do that at Target. Target don't give a fuck about me. They just want my money and they get it because they give me five percent off. But that's the so that's the other thing you got incentives to go to GameStop. Um, however, I've rambled and I don't want to talk about this anymore unless you guys have anything to say on the matter.
2: I've been there like three years. Oh, but I <laughs> Rob's got apparently incredible luck with GameStop because he says nine times out of ten, I somehow always get the last copy of a game. Last time I was there, I got the last copy of three different games that I went there for. I'm like, shit. well, go go play. Does the he lottery, have friends that work
0: at GameStop?
2: Um, I don't know. You can, you can I, write.
0: I know yeah. one of the managers at my GameStop, he knows the type of games that I like, so he held on to the last copy of this wonderful game, the Octopath Traveler. Oh, um, nice. Uh, uh, Traveler's can, edition. Yes, there we go. Um, he held on to the last one for me, and I hadn't pre-ordered, but he's the best because he knew I was coming right after work. Uh, I literally went there at like 10 a.m. when they opened and I was able to grab this bad boy. So shout out to you. I'm not going to say your name because I don't know if you did it like. you get in trouble for that.
2: <laughs>
3: something yes. you weren't supposed to do.
0: Point is, when you have those cool connections, you know, that's also how I got that the Animal Crossing switch. I'm going to just stop talking uh, about that and talk about something I got someone fired. I know! Let's like, I'm going to talk about something else! The Resident <laughs> Evil films are coming to Netflix on July 14th. Yay! Nice. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, Mario Kart 8 is getting that stupid-ass DLC. I'm sorry, I called it stupid-ass because I think this is stupid. But You're Mario Kart 8 is getting a deluxe booster pass, um, and now all of the names have been revealed for all of the games. Um... To, to just clarify and explain why I said that. How old is this game? Five years? Eight years? The years? Switch version is five
3: years old. Seven. How old the game is, game, is... Mario Kart 8, eight is yeah. seven years old.
0: Yeah. So Nintendo's releasing... DLC randomly for a seven-year-old? Oh, it's not random. Game. They, they, they're in their bag. They, they this is the best. This is still
2: the best-selling Switch game, and they're like, by you race, know what? I mean, I mean, was it Wasn't
0: planned beforehand. Like oh, this is sure. not. That's, something oh yeah, that's, that was like yeah. Set out by Nintendo. To, they did not plan seven years oh. ago oh, to yeah. design <laughs> DLC seven years later. Which you should actually no. You shouldn't even go do that. Never mind. I just think it's such uh, a money grab. Sorry. I think it's such a money grab. I'll take it. I love it. it. Not (laughs) only is it a money grab, but you also have to pay for their online service, which is also trash, to be able to play online with other people anyway. So it's a money grab for a bad online system. I said it.
3: 100% should have been free DLC.
0: Thank you! I feel like... It is free if you got the expensive pack.
3: So, no, aside from the expansion pack, if you had the regular, regular, regular Nintendo Switch Online, still should have been free. Because my problem with this is, yeah, sure, it's still the best-selling Switch game or whatever. It's still doing really good. If it's doing really good, you don't need more money from it. Just, it keeps selling the regular copies. You don't need to keep giving out DLC. And you don't need to charge people $25 to play tracks they've already played before. Just remastered and look looking better for a new game.
2: So I'm gonna disagree, and I'll tell you why I disagree. Because here's the here's why they're doing it, and specifically why it's part of the expansion pack. Um, and I'm not saying I necessarily agree with it. I'm just explaining why it's going down this way. Um, so yes, like you like you said, if it's the best selling, that they should wait. What, what was it you were saying that you were saying that if it's the best selling Mario Kart game, that they it doesn't need DLC. Okay, cool. That's it doesn't what need DLC. Right. Okay, cool. That's what they. That's uh was and like you said this was not planned obviously. This is something they're doing in response to how much money it's getting. But it's not it's less than for the sales of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe itself because that game, regardless of whether they had done this or not, was going to continue to sell well. What this what all of this um tracks that they're doing is I mean it's partially because of mario kart
0: 8 success but i think it's more so a really quick throw in yeah. that this game does come bundled in with switches so a lot of people are also getting the game essentially for free as well so of oh, course true. it's going to be successful because it's literally thrown at people's faces that's
2: true i didn't even think about that yes it's also a packing game for la- later switches so there's that it's 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 has it has a really high attach rate on top of everything else so anyway Uh, it's, it's sold, I think the current total is like 30 million and then the switches have sold like over a hundred million. So, you know, that's a good amount of people that have the, that have the game already. This is mostly a uh, tactic to sell the expansion pack that they have recently. uh, So, um, you know, put out there because, you know, obviously you can buy the DLC by itself because you know, why wouldn't you be able to, but with the expansion pack, then they it's, it's because they're doing different waves all the way up until 2023. People who have the expansion pack and like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe are now incentivized to hold on to their pack longer because you get the first three waves in 2022 and then the later three waves in 2023. So for people that care specifically about Mario Kart 8, you have now almost assuredly guaranteed that people will have that expansion pack for two more years at the minimum and then you figure by then maybe they'll have another thing that the expansion pack giving. Because right now, what do we have for the expansion pack? You have N sixty four games, you have Genesis games, you have uh, you had the Animal Crossing uh, Happy Home Paradise DLC, and now you have this. Who knows that what else is going to be coming to the expansion pack in, in the future? That um, I don't know. We don't know what else is going to have. I know right now people don't care about the expansion, and uh, not enough people care about the expansion pack. And Nintendo wants that to change. So they're going to throw as much value into it as possible. And if they're going to do DLC for games via the expansion pack, they want it to be games that people actually own. So Animal Crossing, not everyone owns Animal Crossing, but it was a pretty high-selling game for the Switch. A lot of people own Mario Kart. I uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, I don't know, Breath of the Wild sequel got something like this, so if it got it, it's the DLC, or Mario Odyssey. <laughs> you know, that game's been out for five years, but clearly Nintendo game going fuck a flock, and they'll put, they'll put DLC for out five years later. Who else? I don't so know. Where don't like disagree Let with me... all
3: of everything you just said. I am too. <laughs> because one, if you're gonna get the expansion pass just because you want the Mario Kart 8 DLC, you're dumb. Sorry, there's no other because... way to put it. Because it's cheaper to just buy it's the DLC. It's Literally
0: cheaper to buy the DLC pass. Just check the price. For, right yeah, for
3: year. It's then than to play yearly. Because if I have to wait until 2023 for the next wave of it to come by, that's already fifty dollars. Extra Because remember, the, 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 the expansion pass is not only yearly, you can't do it monthly. It's mm-hmm. yearly, and it's an extra $20, regardless if you're doing the single plan or the family plan. It's going to be 20 to $30 increase. So now you're wasting $50 just to get a free DLC wave. To okay. me, the 64 yes. the expansion pass itself, We a lot of people already don't like it. Because you're getting stuff mm-hmm. that you can emulate any, anywhere else. I should not have to be paying... Extra money, that much extra money to pay to play old games, like that's just a no. The Nintendo Wii U had the right idea. You get that eShop up, you pay five dollars, ten dollars for one of those older games, and that's it. It should be have the 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 expansion pack thing is a mess. Uh, no matter which way you place it, if they start handing out free games like they do with the PSN every month, then yeah, sure maybe it'll be worth the money. But that the the, the Nintendo. You can say it's, it's calculated all that stuff. I think it's very grimy. I don't like it, especially since they don't do backward compatibility right now. It's very grimy.
0: I agree with Gabe. Mm. I was one of those people that bought Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. Mm. I bought it... Uh, um, I then repurchased it on Switch. The nicest thing they did was... Put in the DLC from the original Wii U with the actual game because I also purchased the DLC because I wanted to play as Link So my dumbass spent extra money to play as fucking Link in Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U so the best thing they did was package that into one game and uh, Sell it on the switch was I mad that I couldn't get a discount of some sort because I had the Wii U version Yeah, sure whatever I paid for it My problem with this is pretty much what Gabe's is which is I have people that I know that aren't like huge gamers that still play mario kart 8 and they're like oh my god did you see we're getting all these courses between 2022 and 2023 we're gonna have so much fun we should play this weekend and i'm like nintendo has got y'all ass because y'all don't realize that this is an eight-year-old fucking game that you should be getting dlc for free for none of none of this is anything but let's take more money And that is the issue that I have with it. Sure, you should charge for DLC. Don't get me wrong. I think, yes, they're allowed to charge for DLC. They're working on this. Yes, sure. Charge for it. But even like Gabe said, I just looked up the price for this. It's $25. I think that's a great... I will say, I think that's a great value. For how many courses is it?
2: 48. 48? It's actually doubling the courses.
0: Yeah. 48 courses is awesome, but paid DLC is like it's like charging people for nostalgia because are these courses not old courses from other games correct they're remastered
2: courses with new elements yes
0: it, it, it's literally charging people $25 for nostalgia and telling them to wait from now until 2023 to be able to play it all like if if you're going to charge me for it I want it all right now this is like a pre-order and I don't know how you guys feel about pre-orders. You know, I've seen memes that are like, don't pre-order digital games, they're not going to run out, stuff like that. But and, and then, you know, you also have people that are just like, don't do pre-orders because then, you know, developers, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This is essentially just a pre-order to play old titles, uh, old courses that you've already played before, brought new, so Nintendo can make more money because they know that people like m- my friends are going to go buy this DLC pass. And I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. Like, this is an eight-year-old game, and they're trying to milk it for everything that it's worth. Once again, I do think they should get paid for the work that they're doing as DLC, because these are, you know, essentially new courses. They are putting them in the game. But, like, reduce the pro- Do something. I don't know. I don't know if it should be free. Um, I don't know if it should be completely free. But I think that after I've spent so much money and played this game for so many years, there should be some form of other incentive aside from either pay $25 or continue to pay for this crap online service. Like, I don't think those should be my two options to be able to enjoy this. Especially if I want to enjoy it with friends. I feel like for me as a consumer, that's not fair. I bought this game twice. I have the online, so I am going to get it for free. But if I didn't, like if I cancel my online because I feel like it is a bad deal, which I still feel like it's a bad deal. I'm not utilizing it right now. I can't... I'm using my online to trade Pokemon with people. That's it. Like, I'm paying $25 a year to trade Pokemon with people. And and go pick fucking oranges from Kelly's Island. Like, that's that's literally what I'm paying money for right now. I'm not using the Nintendo 64 games. I've, eventually, I want to play uh, Majora's Mask. I started playing Majora's Mask, and you know what I realized? I can't. Why? Because the, the Joy-Cons don't work for that game. Like, it doesn't have the right controls. I tried to play Majora's Mask, I couldn't even fucking turn, like, I was like, the buttons aren't mapped. Like, this is not, if you're gonna do it, do it right, I feel like. So not only am I, and and we played, Brandon, we played on, on Does It Hold Up? We played, uh, Super, was it, what was it? Super Mario 64 is what we played. We played Super Mario 64. I couldn't play that game right, because I couldn't, use it properly with the with the Joy-Cons. If you're going to allow me to play these old games, I shouldn't have to go buy an external peripheral object to be able to play something that I'm already paying for. So I can't even play Majora's Mask right. And, and now you guys are going to charge $25 for 48 courses? In theory, that sounds great, except for this is an 8-year-old fucking game. Imagine if... What, what's that game that keeps getting released? Uh, uh, Elder... Elder uh, Scrolls. Yeah. Imagine if Skyrim was like, hey, hey, here's some brand new DLC for 25 bucks. You know how many people are going to go buy it? Probably a lot. And they should also all be mad, because that game is how old?
3: Now, that's over a decade. <laughs> years old.
0: And how is that not a cash grab?
3: 100 percent is it is So
2: yeah. how
0: is this not how is this coming? oh i is never i have
2: seven years old? i have i have never at once d- said this was not a cash grab i just want to make that perfectly clear in fact my whole thing about talking to the expansion pack was saying how oh, it's a cash grab because guar. because what i was saying was it guarantees two people uh people get uh, two more years of expansion pack which is definitely a cash grab but i do want to offer one counterpoint to what you uh, uh what you uh Gabe and Jarrell said regarding about like why wouldn't they just buy the DLC? That would be the that would be the move if if that was literally all they cared about. What I was talking about was more so um, before they announced that the Booster Course Pack was coming to um, the expansion pack. Like I said, it only had Genesis, N64, and Animal Crossing, right? So if so, let's say somebody was like, oh, N64 games are cool, but I ain't paying uh, another $30 a year to get that. Or maybe they thought Genesis game, Maybe they thought one of those three was, like, cool, but not good enough to just, like, raise the price. Now but, they yeah. got... Yes. Now they're seeing, oh, I can get Mario Kart and Nintendo 64 games. Well, maybe now it's worth the price. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about another consumer. Like, maybe they saw this one thing and said, like, that's not enough. But if they keep adding to it, then it becomes enough. Right now, even with all four of these things, Genesis, N64, Animal Crossing, Mario Kart, that is still not uh, uh, worth it for some people. So Nintendo, it's in Nintendo's best interest to get that money to make sure they keep adding value to it so that it eventually becomes worth it to them. And for some people, it may never well be. But that's okay. It's, uh, they're, they're saving their money in the end. But
0: Nintendo yeah. wants the money, so they're gonna keep adding value yeah. to it. So people will sure, buy it. Yeah, I'm sure Kelly is going to agree with you that this is a business move and it's a smart one. Sure. Yeah. Yes, I you know, and that I agree with you. However, yeah. I'm gonna go back to I am on a family plan with everyone. We had to pay eighty dollars to, um, continue to trade with each other in Animal Crossing. And I mentioned this before, convincing seven other people to pay more than the $3 that we had to pay before for a year to trade Pokemon and collect fruit is really hard. And I'm going to say, oh, well, you get Nintendo 64 games, they don't care about them. Mm-hmm. One of them does. One of them likes Sega, one of them likes Nintendo 64, and they still think it's a bad idea. They still didn't want to pay the extra five bucks a year because they felt like it wasn't worth it. And if I say, oh, well, now Mario Kart 8, you get 48 courses over the next two years, it still will not change their mind. So I know that I am in a, sp- you know, I'm talking about my own experience here. Sure. But it's really hard for me to convince my friends to dive into this. And yeah. it has, with this, it hasn't changed. The fact that they're releasing these old games and they don't even work with the Joy-Cons, that's my biggest issue with this. Stop charging me for allowing me to play these games and I can't even do it. That's trash. So yeah. is paying $25 for DLC for a seven-year-old game, y'all. Nobody do it. Don't do it. Brandon I'm, already did it. I already I'm did In fact. <laughs> Oh, oh, Good, okay, Kelly, cool.
2: don't do it! In, in fact, she doesn't need to. And then, and, and uh, <laughs> a little, uh, there's gonna be a little plug for tomorrow's charity stream that we're doing tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. We're playing these new courses that have already been ad- actually, I think they already have been added to the game. So, doing t-
0: this on HP
2: Critical, What? Yes. it's for charity? Oh my
0: god! And and best, of all, and, and best of all,
2: and and best of all. Best of all, Kelly doesn't like I said. Kelly doesn't need to buy it because as long as the host has the DLC, they can just play it. All I gotta do is choose the course, like the game. As long as you have Mario Kart Eight updated, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe updated to its latest um, uh, version, then as long as one the host player has the DLC courses, then you can just play with them and you don't have to pay anything extra.
0: Until so. you can, until none of you can connect. I
2: don't have any problems with Mario Kart Eight online. That's like there's a lot of online games on Switch. Right. I got you know, you're with, right. I'll give yeah. you that one. Yeah, right. Smash okay. I got a lot of problems with, and some of those other games, but,
0: but Mario Kart just 8 is Just go buy an OLED Switch and then plug the Ethernet cable into the back of it, Brandon. Hello. I
2: I do have I was that kidding. Ethernet cable, but it hasn't been an issue with Mario Kart 8. Anyway.
0: You know what we could have done? We could have just donated all the money from everyone buying the, the DLC instead. Y'all could do that if you want. I'm still gonna play. The <laughs> I'm still gonna do that stream
2: tomorrow. <laughs> Y'all could do that.
0: I'm still playing this game. I paid for. Yeah. The last thing I want to talk about. Disney Plus. Yes. Disney under Plus. fire apparently for adding TV MA, which is mature <laughs> Marvel shows, to its um, category. This is dumb as fuck. My my dog, what? my poor dog. I'm sorry if you guys hear my dog. She's like what's wh- what specifically um, is dumb? Oh, that people are mad about this. Oh yeah, I agree. <laughs> now, literally, literally, there are parental controls. Also, if you have an issue with your kids watching TVMA stuff, I mean, why do you not know what they're watching? Not to say that Straight you don't know what they're watching all the time, because I, you know, I've got kids. I don't know what they're doing all the time. I don't know what they're doing right now. I'm gonna pass, I have no idea what they're doing. However, if it is a TVMA show on Disney Plus and they're watching it, it's my fault because I have the password to Disney Plus. I can see what other people are watching. They have their own like things. And like, mm-hmm. go ahead.
2: If if, if I may, um, <clears throat> regarding this whole situation of parents getting mad that there's mature content being added to Disney Plus, this is the exact same energy as my kids are playing an M-rated game. It basically makes them have to do more parenting. It, it like is like, oh, I have to look at what rating my game, the ki- uh, the games that I have to buy my kids. I have to think about that now uh i'm good it's the game's fault clearly oh i have to make sure that my kids aren't watching a uh, a show that they're not allowed to uh it's the network's fault it's just like yeah. they they don't feel like doing the parenting thing and telling the kids hey don't watch this or explain to them why not to watch this or play this if in the case of the m-rated game and instead they'll just be like oh it's there now i have to uh it's their fault no don't put it on there i don't have to explain to my kids, why that scene is happening in Jessica Jones?
0: Ugh. This is literally the same as the controversy from that new Pixar movie.
3: Um, really quick, yes. When you open up Disney Plus, if you haven't opened it up since they've added it, it'll ask you access the full catalog. Set your content rating to TV MA, so you can actually turn it on or off if you want those things to be shown to your kids on oh, the catalog. Wow. Okay. Give me all that password,
1: TVMA bro. Give me yeah. it all
0: this is this is you know i was talking about this in slack the other day so i'm not going to talk about it now because it's kind of off uh on a tangent but i was talking about people being really upset at disney for not standing with lgbt individuals over the florida don't say gay bill and i mentioned why i had an issue um with that conversation uh and, and i guess since i brought it up i should kind of clarify i don't agree with the bill however i don't think that the right avenue is to be upset with Disney over, um, not standing out on the issue because what most people should do is really research the issue before they say something about it. Um, and I think this is a prime example of that. Gabe just mentioned, you know, Before you complain, have you tried starting the app, people? Did you see that you gotta make sure that TVMA is allowed before you, um before you're able to do this and that you know that this is uh what's that turning red is the new pixar movie that talks yeah. about um you know girl having her first period and no. like people are just parents are just going crazy like why would you show that what the heck's wrong with you disney pixar you're all horrible blah blah blah
1: you know maybe I mean- other Disney movies are so much better, you know, like when Mufasa dies or like when Bambi's mother gets shot. Or, sorry, spoilers. Um, or like, you know, what is it? Attila the Hun in Mulan murdering yeah, people. you know,
3: the whole villain is yeah. sleeping person.
0: Kelly, Kelly, <laughs> first of all, every parent knows that killing is a thing that happens. Periods don't actually happen.
1: No. They
3: don't especially not
1: them. especially not to unexpected young 13-year-old girls.
3: Yeah, you wouldn't know no. about it, Right.
1: I wouldn't no, know anything. Any they don't. It's just like... It's not real. It's not real. It's not, not real. And yeah, so actually, by Disney. <laughs> listen, I saw a tweet one time of a man saying that it's a woman's diet. She won't get her period if she has the right diet. Yeah, I saw that once too. And I'm like, please tell me it's a joke. We, I know we're not going on that tangent, but like, this is what happens when you don't educate children, especially young boys, about periods, guys. Like, so
3: what happens, then you they of- just...
1: Then they just make shit up. <laughs>
3: yep, teach people about the oh, yeah. Pythagorean theorem instead of real life stuff. You know, you said it wrong. However, <laughs> I say it wrong. That's why I don't like math. <laughs>
0: I was like, I feel like I should correct it, but then I was like, do I know? No, do I don't. Correct.
3: know. To
1: it took so so like I some mental it. gymnastics for me to be like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> oh, okay.
3: The Pythagorean <laughs> theorem. I, I only
2: realized. Wait, Pythagorean <laughs> the theorem is that the what you said? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> the triangle,
3: triangle theorem. theorem. That's what we're gonna call it. Triangle
2: no. theorem. Oh man. Oh my god. The, still still the, show the, show the, the The sequel to Triangle Strategy.
0: Yeah, you know, I think it's all about education. It's all about you know what your kids are comfortable with. Um, and even if they're not comfortable with it, sometimes you do have to have have to have hard conversations with children. Yes, um, conversations, and, and have them. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I think a movie like this is a great example with uh, of how to handle that because some parents don't know how to handle it. So a movie like this is, is a great way to handle it. You know, every young girl is gonna have to deal with this. There's no reason she shouldn't be able to see herself represented and, and feel that, okay, I'm not alone in this. Um, And for anyone who's like, oh my gosh, my kids are too young, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, children learn about, yeah.
3: Sorry. So this is going back to the Disney Plus thing. When you, if you have multiple users on your account, it lets you toggle which user is allowed to see it. Even if you put allow full access in the beginning, it'll ask you which user you want. So you can make a user for you and then one for your kid and have it toggled off.
0: That's awesome. That is great. I, I see no reason to be upset at this. The more I'm hearing about it. Yeah. Um but yeah, so children, you know, between the ages of 3 and 5 are so much smarter than we think they are. They know so much more than we think that they do. And those those same kids, you know, with gender identity, with uh you know, differences between uh one person and another from race, etc. I always think it's not fair when parents and I'm gonna end this real quick, but it's not fair when parents feel like, oh, my kid is too young for something like this, because just because you feel like your kid is too young for it, one, doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Two, there's probably some other kid that has to deal with it. And mm-hmm. so your kids should be able to empathize with that child about it. Um, and that's why, you know, it's so important. I will use the example of me having to talk to my kids about, you know, what it means to be Black in America two years ago. Like, you don't know how young they are. You don't know how hard it is for me to have conversations with them about something like that. And yet I have to. I don't think it's fair that I have to have these conversations with them and then you just get to, you know, shield your child from it. Because when a situation comes up that does involve their race, and let's be real, kids differentiate between race, like I said, between the ages of three and five. So we're talking about elementary school age children. When that type of situation comes up, If your kid doesn't know how to handle it because you've decided that they're too young to be able to talk about it and my kid then has to deal with it how is that fair the same thing for any young girl who has to deal with this and some idiotic boys who grow up to say shit like change your diet like i think everyone should just be more mindful and more empathetic and i will end that there is there any news story or anything you want to say on that or any news story that happened that i didn't mention that we
3: should talk about Really quick, the yep. state of play for Hogwarts Legacy was yes. that
1: 20 yes. minutes of gameplay.
3: The last five minutes, I believe, were the developers themselves talking about the game. And mind you, I haven't seen. De- Maybe it's because developers are very camera shy. That's I think that's something we've all agreed on. Usually, when we sure. see them in presentations, they it kind of looks like they don't know how to you know talk to people. But it's because they're shy. I, I, there was one presentation that we mentioned, I can't remember but they generally seemed so excited and right happy it. to be talking about their game. Especially the main I can't remember his name, it was Josh something, I think. He was the main guy wearing the blue long sleeve. Yes. He yes, was yes. like I was I was trying to like calm myself after the gameplay. But every time he came on screen I was like, Give me the freaking game now, bro. But yeah, twenty minutes of very impressive Really quick. Yes.
0: I think Kelly was going to talk about the previous story before we moved on to this one. Were you going to say something, Kelly, about what I was talking about?
1: Okay, I'm, I'm good.
0: Okay, sorry, continue, kid. I'm okay, sorry, I'll it's because I, I heard her start to say something, and I also want to talk about Hogwarts Legacy, but I didn't want her to lose it. So,
3: but go ahead. And do you, If you still have it, you can go ahead, because I'm not going to forget my stuff.
1: I'm good, go on.
3: Oh, okay. Um... I lied. I lost my stuff.
1: Oh my god! Oh no!
3: Yeah, uh, so It was twenty minutes. You were minutes. Super excited by yeah. It was it like, was uh, twenty minutes of like very exciting and in my to me at least very unexpected gameplay. Mm-hmm. We knew the game was gonna be big, but this game just looks huge. Yeah, in all aspects. You know, they have. Com- I, I know a lot of people were wondering what you know what the hell is the game gonna be about like what. Like, am I just going to be a student at school? No, you get to fight people with more than just one spell. Um, and it's just, I, I, like, I again, there's just so much to talk about and so much to take in. I really recommend going and watching it yourself if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But just know you're in for a very good surprise. Uh, it's releasing Holiday 2022, barring any, you know, um, delays or whatever. Um, but yeah, the game, I am, I, I will admit I am more excited for this game than I am for Breath of the Wild 2. Whoa! 100%, I'm not even going to lie. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're muted.
1: You're muted, Jor-
0: I was just saying that's very surprising. I yeah. was um, but
3: I don't know if it's because we haven't gotten a new gameplay trailer, but man, that this game, perfect. this game looks, like, I, I, even after hearing me say this, no matter what you think, no matter how big you think the game is going to be, it's going to be at least 10 times bigger than that.
0: Yeah. I can agree with having seen it, I can agree with everything you said. Um I got to be honest, like um growing
2: up, my one of my favorite uh, Harry Potter games was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets on the GameCube, and one and, and also Prisoner of Azkaban as well for this for a similar reason, and that reason was those games were very good about letting you explore the Hogwarts grounds, especially Prisoner of Azkaban. That one lets you explore the grounds so much more. And what always enamored me with the world of Harry Potter was just like you know, there's a lot of things, of course, but the castle, especially how you see it in the film, just how big it is and how many rooms there were, and just how many like different classrooms there are. I always wanted like a really like fully realized game to just have me explore like the um, the castle of Hogwarts itself because Prisoner of Azkaban came close. But that was still like a GameCube PS2 era game. There's only so big you can go. And so it it felt close, but it didn't quite reach it. And then we have this game, which is not only giving you like a more fully um, layered Hogwarts that is probably more than likely going to... Fulfill that childhood dream I had of exploring Hogwarts. But there's so much more, too. Like, you have those grounds. You have Hogsmeade. You can, the, the developers in that the, the interview was talking about how you can go, what's beyond the Forbidden Forest? Yeah, true. What is beyond the Forbidden Forest? What's beyond Hogsmeade? It's showing all this, like, cool stuff. So, not only getting, like, this really um, fully explorable Hogwarts, but then what's beyond Hogwarts world. well. And that's what's really excites me, that it just, the exploration of it. It's an exp- it excites me because it's the exploration of a world... That I know so well and have always wanted to explore. And I'm finally getting the opportunity to really do that. And that's what thats what excites me more than anything else. It's probably, ex- excluding Breath of the Wild too. it's probably the most excited I've been for an open world game in a very long time. Just to see all of that. And of course, you know, the simulation of living a Hogwarts student's life. You know, going to the classes, choosing your house, uh, the story being your own. Very excited what they do with that. But yeah, that exploration, whew, that's definitely what I'm looking forward to more than anything else.
0: You know what it is? Mm. Not only is it what you're waiting to explore, I think what excited me the most was everything that we don't even know that we're waiting to explore. Yeah. It was a lot of there was a lot of talking about all the hidden like things within and outside of the castle and I was like I am going to spend so much fucking time <laughs> like exploring everything. I was so into it and there was one point like where you're fighting and I, I, you know, I'm like recognizing the spells that are being used. We're all Harry Potter fans, so sure. yeah, I can yeah. talk about this here. You know, I'm recognizing. I'm what that are you guys are being talking used.
3: about? I'm not a Harry Potter
0: fan. I would show you my <laughs> Harry Potter tattoo, but it's in an, an inappropriate place that I can't show on the podcast. Um, but I, I mean, I, I guess I could.
3: No, I can't show it. On
1: We're live on Twitch. <laughs> oh. oh, I forgot. We're
3: on Twitch. <laughs> all
0: right, I can't show you now. Uh, it's
3: saved. Totally forgot.
0: Um, but. I think what really excited me the most was not even exploring the castle or, or everything, but the combat looks so fucking good. It like looks fluid. I was shocked, like casting multiple spells at an enemy and then seeing the spells do what they're supposed to do, like in an open world, and then being able to grab, you know, magical creatures and use them against them. And I, I you know, as I'm watching, I'm like, okay, they've made some really great decisions, like making us a fifth year student. Super, super smart from a story perspective. Like sure. we should not be everyone who's grabbing this game is a is a Harry Potter fan, right? We should yeah. not be starting this as a, a first level noob um for the purposes of what this game is meant to bring. So right. I think they've made some really, really smart decisions in making it a huge open world, uh allowing for us to start at the fifth uh fifth level, making sure that we get
2: yeah. I was just
0: gonna say like
2: I, I, I like I, I agree with what your statement is now, but when they at the very beginning of the presentation when they're saying you're starting from fifth year, I was like oh, but that's because because this is our first like deep dive into the gameplay of this game, right? Before I was just under the assumption that it's kind of like a Hogwarts student simulator for the most part yeah. that you were that you were just gonna be a student just going through all seven years of Hogwarts and that kind of you know, and so when they started fifth year, I like wait what? And then they went on more in detail about the narrative of what this game is supposed to be. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, then that makes perfect sense. Of course, start as the fifth year. That makes a way more sense. Also, <laughs> I can't help but wonder, what if they did start it off, what if this was more a pure simulator game instead of a game that had a narrative and it was more of a simulator, and you created your character from year one? Is there technology at the point where it would realistically look that character <laughs> aging up over the seven years without it I'm looking sure, really weird? Yeah. I mean, the sense does it. I'm sure, sure they could do it. sure. Fair enough. I was just curious about that. But no, no, no. Uh, to, to, to go back to... You can continue what you're saying. I was just saying, yes, I agree. Starting fifth year, given the narrative, is a good idea.
0: The only thing I kind of don't like is... Um, I don't like the chosen one stories, which is why I had an issue with like mm, Harry Potter sure. 5 and 6. Um, come at <clears throat> me. And, um, you know, being the one who can use the special magic... But mm-hmm. it's me, so I don't care. Yes, you, sir, you right, like, right. Let's, right.
3: Let's, hey, that's right. I was going to say. Like in this case, you're making the characters customizable. Like each gameplay yeah. could be someone else. It's not. There's this isn't a set. Like if you think, because it's set in the 1800s, if you think you know what this story is, you don't know what the story is because it's in, it's its own original story. Like. Right. The only so things that are the same is, you know, the uh, the side characters and all that. You can actually change. There's a point in the, in the trailer where they're telling like you can actually become a dark wizard, like. And right. Yeah. There's a scene where the chosen one is using the killing spell on yeah. someone. Yeah. Where it
0: was going?
3: Yeah. Yes. Well, I yeah. saw that and I was like, excuse me. Yeah, so
2: so, that's what I, that's what got me thinking. Is this game gonna have multiple endings, a dark ending? Cause that man just straight up wasted that monster with the Kedavra. It's
3: an open RPG game. Yeah, it's gonna have multiple endings. Hell yeah, let's go. I'm probably not gonna have a dark ending cause I'm a good boy, but
2: but it's cool that it's different.
0: Y'all basically said what I was gonna say, so I'm done. Oh, I'm sorry, Sarah,
2: but thank you. Thank you for introducing this I topic. have lots it's of fun.
0: points to make about that spell specifically. <laughs> And the character customization, which I was also gonna bring up. Um, it's us and us, it's the be diversity us. in the in the in the um in the actual game. Latino like, wizard, let's is- go. Pretty um, it was pretty diverse, like the 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 cast, which is awesome, and you know, small things like finally seeing the 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 uh uh Hufflepuff dormitories, for example. Ooh, I can't uh, wait! Which looks really like nice, that.
3: by the way. I know, yeah, I was like, right. Is that what
0: it looks like? Because
3: yeah, I, like, I might have
1: yeah. to reconsider I
3: mean, be because.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff. I Yo, will be Let's go, right
3: Kelly. Your living but, rooms look good. But talking about the, the characters and stuff, I, I think it was kind of funny because you know how when The Cursed Child came out, everyone was like, Hermione's not black. You know, she was white in the movies. I feel like the game developers kept that in mind. They're like, well, <laughs> the new female best friend is black, whether you like it or not. You got to yeah. deal with it. Ooh, and, ooh, ooh. Continue, but I haven't
2: had a point when, you could, when you're done.
3: Um, And yeah, it's something else, that even though this is set in the 1800s, they didn't use that as an excuse to keep everyone white. It's actually yeah, that's what I mentioned. like one of the one of the characters is not he does not sound like a white guy to me. I can't pin him where he's from, but you can tell he's not from England. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, like like it's just it's so I don't know, like there's just so my dogs are barking. I hope that Mike doesn't pick that up. It's just it's just so exciting to see and like it comes out holiday twenty twenty two, so like it even gives him more time to polish the game.
0: Yeah, there were a lot of check marks that were checked for me going into this. And what I will say really quickly is I still understand and respect people who are— and we have talked about this before, whether you're going to play the game or not, based on the transphobic comments from JK Rowling, and I respect everyone's decision. Do what you feel is right, do what you feel you should be doing. I know that there are some websites that are um, not covering this game specifically for that, if that's what you feel like you should be doing. Fair enough. Um, I'm pretty sure that, and I don't want to speak for anyone here, but um, as far as HP Critical goes, uh, we hopefully will have some content going forward for Hogwarts Legacy uh, because we're able to differentiate J.K. Rowling and how she feels versus the developers that um, that have put a lot of time into this game. And Avalanche, um, I think this is probably, WB Games and Avalanche, like, I can't tell you another Avalanche game that I've ever been excited for. Should, I probably can't even tell you another Avalanche game. Um, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I will remember them for the play that they're taking on Hogwarts Legacy. And that that's a big deal. Like, they're... They're... Yeah. Good job. Go ahead, Brandon.
2: No, I was just going to say the companions... Uh, the companions excited me because they were saying, like, oh, you can make different, co- have different companions based on uh, the choices you make in the game, who you want to hang out with and whatnot. And that just gave me like some Persona vibes and that just excited me a lot. <laughs> so it's just like, let's go. And that, and that of course, influences your party as well, which gave me Triangle Strategy vibes because that's how that game is. Decisions you make in Triangle Strategy determine the party members you get during throughout the story as well. So I'm like, man, this game is just like checking so many boxes for me for things I personally care about. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, and as I just mentioned, like exclu- ex- explained a, a few minutes ago, I'm, I'm just so happy that like, I'm hoping that the character customization is is really well done because sometimes it looks like a good character creator and then it doesn't turn out to be so great. I'm hoping it actually does because I really want to fulfill my dream of being the Latino
0: wizard in Hogwarts. Let's go. I mean, with as diverse as the cast is, I would hope so too because it's uh, crazy. <laughs> and it's, so did Babylon's fall. Oh my god.
2: Oh man, I don't. Yeah, I can imagine. I, 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 um, it's crazy to think about the fact that <laughs> late 1800s Wizard World was more diverse than. Mo- late
0: eighteen hundreds Muggle world, because <laughs> late
2: eighteen hundreds
0: and Rage 2 Wow, they've come a long way. Sorry,
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, <laughs> they have.
3: Are we still? Are we still talking about? We just wrapped up. I was just talking about the yeah, couple cool the companions were. Up. Oh. What, for I wish the only
0: match? thing I wish yes, the only thing I wish that this game had that it didn't check off was like some type of multiplayer. I that's
2: would what love I was say.
3: It. Mm, That's I to true I didn't think
0: friends.
2: of the, I, You know what? I don't think it's impossible. That could be like a free update. I, I the, the way this game is structured, I see potential for that
1: yeah,
0: I I no, see. I feel. Like... Oh, sorry I
2: thought you were
1: done <laughs> It doesn't have to be this game, but I want a Harry Potter MMO it's all I want. And whenever this game was announced, I was like, "Oh my god! If they give me a Harry Potter MMO, I'm gonna give you all my money. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give you everything." And it's not. And I'm still gonna play it probably, but they would get more of my money if it was an MMO.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's literally and to hopefully agree with what Brandon was saying. I'm sorry for cutting you off. I thought you were done. Sorry. Um, it is literally made to be an MMO. Like I watched that and I was like, "This is legit Final Fantasy 14." Like. It's a no Harry Potter theme. I yes, like, I, I was I, like, there's <laughs> no reason I shouldn't be playing this with my friends. Like, there's absolutely no reason. But go ahead, Brandon. I'm sorry. Sure Ooh,
2: I, I have an, I have a, I have a thought. What, what if, what if? Okay, so hear me out. So GTA 5, which recently released again for the PS5, but that's you know, the game is structured that the single player mode. You know, you have that, but then it also has a big online mode, which is completely <laughs> separate. There, you make your own character, and then you just do whatever the hell you want in, in, uh, in uh, Los Santos. What if What if? there's two options I could see? They could either do straight up that with Hogwarts Legacy as like a multiplayer option, or B, let's say the entirety of this game story takes place within that fifth year, and then, you know, you're done with your fifth year, and the story is, you rolled credits, and now you're in sixth year, and now you can play with your friends. Sixth and seventh year to do all that stuff. I hope they do either one of those things. Either one of those would be fine. I'd love that.
0: I don't think the first one would work, because um, I feel like this is an action RPG based sure. on like story elements. Uh, the only way I can picture it working is basically like Final Fantasy XIV, which is like you're going through your own personal story, but when shit happens, you call on your friends to come be badass wizards with you and help you mm-hmm. out with whatever like you need to tackle. And mm. yes, like literally it looks... M- it's like they made the game for that and then just didn't flip the switch, which is so unsatisfying. Like I, I just, I see it happening, especially when when you like watch the player fighting multiple enemies. I'm like, bro, that's a that's a fucking raid. Like, let me call up my friends. Like, we can literally go raid these fucking like. Bad known shits like together. <laughs> like I don't see why that's not a thing. It would, it would be so cool. And also, props to any game that makes you look different when you change your equipment. Thanks. Yes, I
2: appreciate. Yeah. Big appreciate that. I always love when that happens.
3: My uh, only other hope to come from this is that this game does so damn well. They do the same thing with Lord of the Rings because Warner Brothers also owns the rights to Lord of the Rings games. Oh, <laughs> i
0: that works there. Um, oh, you guys talked
3: to him. As, the uh, thing is, I think I asked this last time I interacted anyway. with his friend. The last time I, I interacted with his friend, and they were like, No. Because <laughs> um, they're so focused on that stupid goblin game. Sorry, I'm not let I me mean, not call it stupid, it hasn't come out yet, but that's it might be
0: dumb. Kind of it like might garbage. be. Who knows? Yeah. Like, I'm working on a game, but I can't tell you about it. I'm just like, were you
3: what? What just? Were tell you? Me. Was that? Was that? Have this, I you see <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Am I even seeing the credits? Is that you?
0: Love it out.
3: Are you using <laughs> a code name? Is it in there? <laughs> um, but yeah, very excited for the game.
0: Yes. Anything else?
2: Well, I uh, think I've said my piece on it. This uh, I'm very excited. to uh, Hopefully, see more soon. Not
3: too I soon. That was nice to big but
2: yeah.
3: Um. Well, also, yeah, that's another thing. Uh, they tweeted out after the uh, state of play, like you know, you're gonna see more. Stuff along the way before it's finally released. Cool. Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, cool. if only Nintendo could yeah. give us some fucking news on their games.
0: it so, was better. Nintendo doesn't oh, release games. My gosh, really really yes, it was. <laughs> oh off, my like, god. Two weeks ago or whatever. This 20 minutes was 10 times better than the 20 minutes. You know, but on. you know what's so? I cool actually now? like that state we of play, get... and I
3: agree with you. <laughs> we get we get a four spoken in October, and then Hogwarts Legacy in the next two months. Oh, we're dead. We're doomed. The games now. We're so doomed.
0: That's not cool. That's, that's, that's... that's I'm be giving
3: away shifts like crazy. You not even <laughs> lying. How'd you going to work today? Fuck, you no. Know, I gotta finish this game before the next one comes out in two weeks.
0: It'd be like that. I just really keep looking like at that. Elden Ring like, you, I gotta get you out of this this PS5,
3: bro. Yeah, that's another thing I'm really <laughs> happy about. You know, Forspoken and, and this game coming out later on is I, I get time to finish Elden Ring. I need to. I need it. I, need it I don't think I'm anywhere near because 41 hours into the game and I've only beaten two bosses. Bruh,
0: I just saw. Okay, this is the last thing I'm gonna say because we're we're wrapping up. But I just saw. Um, I don't know how true it is, but I just saw that the average time to beat Elden Ring is like 40 to 45 hours. And i was yeah. like, Who, what are you how?
3: guys playing? And, <laughs> I, I, like like, apparently, apparently, that's like just following the main story. I'm like, Bitch, you gotta start the game, new game plus, then because. For real, like, how are y'all doing? This? 41 hours into the game, and I'm struggling to beat a, a minor enemy, dude.
0: And that also is just crazy to me because that just means you did like zero exploration. Yeah, which is, right. I think, the biggest part of this game is literally just walking around and seeing shit. So, it's, Except it's- for those
3: people that are speed running the game under 30 yeah. fucking minutes.
0: Yeah, which I mean, people are gonna do that, but like yeah, the really. average, I'm clearly not,
3: not average.
0: <laughs> like, which is cool. I don't want to be average.
3: I'm I, unique. I, I think once we get New Game Plus, we'll. I think maybe we'll catch up to around that thirty hour. Even though you're not gonna play it again, but I'll I'm go not. ahead and I'll go ahead and see if I can get it in thirty hours or so. I got lost.
0: I was like, How, Where's where is the next If you bar? didn't
3: get lost, then you're not playing the game correctly.
0: Okay, because, because I literally spent a
3: whole day just being like, I don't know where I don't I don't know yeah, where the is. Because like the graces, like when you touch them, you know that sometimes the, they have like yeah, that slipper like, it, it, Yeah, they go all over the place. I'm like, it, where am I going? It literally Who am I leads me to another grace, doesn't it? No, it's it's supposed to lead you to towards your objective.
0: That shit went like five different directions, and I was like, "This doesn't make any sense." And then this is oh my god, I'm gonna end this. But I I was walking, and I was like, "Okay, whatever. I guess I'm supposed to go this way." I walk in, and I see Margaret, and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" I was just walking randomly. I was in the I thought I was in the wrong place, and I was like, "I don't know where I'm at." And then cut scene, and then death, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And that's how I found the first boss, and I was like, "This is." this is unfair as fuck, like, why didn't you guys tell me that was gonna happen? And so I lost all my runes fighting uh, Margot and then I went back and I went to the little the little uh, stake of whatever and I sat down and then the lady comes and she's like, do you want to go to the round table? And I was like, the fuck is the round table? So I went to the round table. I, I promise this has a, this has a point. I, I'm going to tell you how shitty my Elden Ring experience is. I had like, I had enough runes to level up. And as you guys know, in these from software games, you, if you die, you lose your runes and you have to go back and get them. But if you die again before you get them, they're all gone. I had a ton. Like I, I hadn't saved, I had a ton. And I died at the boss, and the worst part is you have to beat the boss to be able to get your runes back. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to call my friends, ask them to help me, because I don't want to lose this shit. And it was unexpected, I just walked into it. So the lady's like, oh, you want to go to the round table? I was like, yeah, sure. So I get to the round table, and the round table, they're like, oh, there are no weapons here. We're all friendly, there's no fighting. So I'm like, all right, whatever, let me just explore a little bit, and then get the fuck out of here and go get my runes back. I jump down in this room, in the round table, where there's no fighting. And there is a NPC that invades your game, and he fucking killed me. So I lost, like, so many runes, not even from the boss. From a place that I wasn't even supposed to be fighting anything at. I was very pissed off and I turned the game off. That has been my Elden Ring experience. It was trash. I went back. My friends helped me beat him, but I lost all my runes. So, anyone who's listening, don't be like me. Spin that shit before you walk away, because something will fucking kill you. And then you'll lose all your shit, and then you'll be frustrated and turn the game off. Yes. Elden Ring <laughs> lessons. Anywho, that's enough from me. Um, that's enough from us. It yeah, is. Um, this is the first time we finished before the time that we used to start. This is great. That's awesome, um, though. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And now I can have more guests on, because they can stay up, Um, you know. And now Not you can go to sleep at a
3: reasonable
0: midnight. time. I know. Except for I'm about to leave my house. So thank uh, you guys so much for another week. Brandon, Kelly, Gabe, it's been great. And uh, thank you all for listening. And anyone who watches this when it comes out, thank you. Remember to like and subscribe, etc., etc. Good night, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye.